0: there, and welcome to another episode of Shouting in the Evening, brought to you by the Scheidt International Theatre Company. Please make yourselves comfortable. The performance is about to begin.
1: Today's been a good day, a very good day. Now you might say, well of course it has, it's Christmas Day, how can it not be a good day? But 24 hours ago it looked as if it had been awful and I'm still trying to get my head around how quickly things changed. You see, when Robert came home last night he looked really miserable. I have to go to work tomorrow. He said eventually. Something's come up. My heart sank. What the dickens is so important that you can't even have Christmas Day off? I don't know, he said. Mr. Scrooge needs me. I know what Mr. Scrooge needs, I said, and one day I hope he gets it. Honestly, that man is so mean I could write a book about him. Robert frowned. You can't write, he said. No, all right. Fair point. But if I could write, I would. For what? said Robert. Who'd want to read a story like that anyway? Cheer up. After work, I'll pop to the butchers' round on the corner, see if they've got a scrag end of mutton going cheap. We could have it for dinner. Can't wait, I said. But the sarcasm was wasted. Didn't sleep at all well. Got up early to make breakfast. Normally we'd have bread and dripping. But as it was Christmas Day, I put a sprig of holly on each plate. Makes all the difference, said Robert after he'd eaten. He's easily pleased. But then, working for Ebenezer Scrooge, you have to be. After breakfast, I started to prepare some vegetables. I'll say vegetables. It was actually one old potato and a small shriveled carrot. So I tried to cheer myself up by imagining it was Scrooge's nose. (laughs) All the while, the kids were running around like mad things and the noise was deafening. But I don't mind. It was Christmas Day after all and they had to keep warm somehow. Anyway, I was still toying with my carrot when Robert burst through the door, carrying two large sacks. He was really flushed. Mother, he gasped. You'll never guess what. We're having turkey for dinner. Oh I, I said, and I suppose Ebenezer Scrooge is buying, is he? Robert smiled. Well, it's funny you should say that because... But before he could finish, who should walk in but Mr Scrooge? He was carrying an enormous turkey under his arm, wheezing like a pair of bellows. Scrooge, that is, not the turkey. I only just managed to cover me embarrassment. Oh, Mr. Scrooge, sir, what a lovely surprise. Do sit down and take the weight off your, uh, your your turkey. (laughs) Well, he plonked the bird on the table, crushing my carrot, then tried to get his breath back. That turkey must have weighed a ton because he was as white as a sheet. I was quite worried. You look as though you've seen a ghost, I said. Well. He gave me such a funny look. I thought it was either trapped wind or he'd strained something. Turned out he was smiling. Oh no, Mrs Cratchit, he cackled. Not one ghost, four ghosts. Merry Christmas. Then he produced this bottle of ginger wine from his inside pocket and poured it into cups for all of us. I pinched myself twice, but it wasn't a dream. So I looked at Robert, who was having a ferret in the sack's. Figuratively speaking, that is. He took some firewood and coal from one of them and in no time at all, we had a roaring fire going. I looked at the turkey again. Now, don't get me wrong, it was a very generous gift, but it was going to take ages to prepare. Robert read me mind. Never look a gift horse in the mouth, he whispered. That's all very well, but who wants a turkey the size of a horse, I said, and started plucking. Well, if plucking it was hard, stuffing it was a nightmare. I've only got short arms and shoving the sage and onion made me feel like a vet at times. To capital, I lost me wedding ring in the process. And I'd rather not dwell on how I'm going to get that back. While the turkey was cooking, Robert emptied the other sack. It contained a lot more food and presents from Mr Scrooge, including new shoes for me and skipping ropes and a football for the children. Best of all... There was a new crutch for Tiny Tim, which we spent five minutes admiring. After a wonderful dinner, we played some games and it was late evening when I said, You know, Mr Scrooge, this has been the best Christmas ever. I was only saying to Robert last night that I should write a book about you and now I think I will. Capital idea, Mrs Cratchit, he cackled. Now, what about a Christmas carol? I was about to say that it was a silly title for a book when he started to sing one. He had a beautiful voice. And when he finished, we clapped so enthusiastically it seemed to take him by surprise. There were actually tears in his eyes. So Tiny Tim hobbled over and gave him a big hug. Thank you, said Scrooge. Then he reached into his jacket pocket, brought out a large bag of sweets and asked, Humbug, anyone?
0: That was Mrs. Cratchit's Christmas, written by Ian McGrath and starring Maria Oram. Thanks go to our esteemed technical wizard, Ian, for sound manipulation and button wrangling. Join us next time for another Shouting in the Evening production. Cheerio!